Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, and welcome once again to History Believes. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. And the topic of our podcast today is We Are Not Amused, the Many Assassination Attempts on Queen Victoria. And hold on, Timmy, just before you get into that, yeah. you said we yeah, the collective are we. not amused, and the many, and we and many is going to play an important role here. Okay. Because there's we. Well, as you know, Colonel, being a man, me and a man many of your esteemed knowledge, people. you've not been introduced yet. Uh, Queen Victoria. I need no introduction. She's known for saying we are not amused. So, yeah. We, we're very clever in our titles. Actually, I am. I'm the one that writes this shit. You guys don't do a thing. <laughs> I would like to introduce the uh, our own queen, a uh, lady who is known. Uh, first of all, let me remind you that we are an adult uh, blah, comedy blah, podcast. Blah, blah, blah. We use adult language. So, blah, if that blah, blah, offends blah, blah, you, blah. then you can go. What could you do, devil? You could go get yourself. a big, shiny stick. Really? Whack yourself in the forehead and fuck yourself. Okay. Or you could check out one of the other fine podcasts out there, including our friends at, at Insight. They walk among us. You could do both. And already gone. Let me introduce the lady in the room. <laughs> She's no lady. <laughs> Who is dressed That's in black. Kind. Did, you just, can, did you just return from the Grammys or whatever the hell that was the other night? The Golden the, Globes. The Golden yeah, Globes. The you uh, got big black no, globes today. No, I didn't get today. a chance to go. <laughs> you didn't go? I Are didn't. you dressed in black to support your Je- feral uh, vagina women? <laughs> <laughs> she, she's the new Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I have on black sweater and gray pants. Maybe okay. it's because I had to sit with you fuckers for an Are hour. Are you depressed? Well, that makes me depressed. <laughs> we like to introduce the uh, first lady of podcasting, a lady who is known throughout the land. As Brandy the Benevolent, our own Queen Brandy the First. How are you today, Brandy? I'm all right, Timmy. How are you doing? I'm fine. Are you excited to be here with all three of us to do a podcast? I wish I could say I was. <laughs> now, you know, uh, uh, Chuck, Brandy has a, a, a need, a desire to sh- let everyone know through social media what TV show she's watching. Yeah. So I, I just <laughs> did it last night. So you're watching The Queen. Are you enjoying that? I'm watching The Crown, and I am enjoying hey, could it. Could you do me a favor and maybe tonight take a picture of your fucking dinner? Because I don't care about that either. <laughs> oh, I don't care that you don't care, you fuck So stain. on social media, you let everyone know you're watching The Crown, which is yeah. about Queen Elizabeth, right? Uh, yes. Uh, where are they at in, in the episodes that you're watching? Are they up to... Has 
Camilla Parker Bowles made that. No, 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 no. She's not there. No. Charles is still a young lad. Okay. Well, I can't wait till she makes an appearance. Well, takes his cherry. (laughs) I am totally not looking forward to that shit. Come on, she looks like a horse. Everybody knows. Well, Charles is no (laughs) fucking prize. Yeah, but he's a prince. Yeah, but still, dude, he's he's got a whole fucking kingdom to offer. What's she have to offer? He's names. He's, a homely, he's got like four names. He's a homely motherfucker. She got what's her name now? Is it Camilla Parker Bowles? What is his name? Windsor? Or? Yeah, he's a Windsor. Okay, Jesus, a lot of fucking names. How do you names. not know? The, how a do lot of fucking names. Fucking name? Let me introduce. Uh, is that all brandy time? Because we're kind of on. We're, we're pretty much done with brandy time. Evidently, what? we are. I'm watching The Crown. It's very good. If you get a chance to watch it, you yeah. should. Well, if you had been watching the uh, series on Queen Victoria, you'd be able to discuss this topic intelligently today, which, of course, you can't. You'll no. just read what I r- have written for you, which uh-huh. is basically your only skill. <laughs> let me introduce <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, let me tell you. It's Would been you like long- to introduce the Colonel? It's been a long time since we've been together as a threesome. And, it's uh, been a very long time. Timmy has gotten to be a bit of a bitch. <laughs> yes, he's turned into a prick. <laughs> he, he was always, in, listeners don't notice. Timmy's always been a prick, but when he gets on here, he he plays this like. Oh yeah, he wants to sweet, act like he's all yeah. sweet Uncle Timmy. Oh, yeah, and all oh, everybody, I'm so glad you're here. Blah blah blah. Well, I yeah, am, I am glad you're here. Brandy. And then I'm, I'm glad all three of us are together. It's been a while because you fuckers can't show up to work for us to podcast. Have you know one constant with this podcast is me. Hey, wait a minute. I just have a I have a question. Yes. Um, are you here tomorrow? No. Okay, then yeah. there you go. That's why we're podcasting so, today. So, you fuckers can't show up for work. <laughs> Let me introduce the most dangerous man in podcasting, he Brandon. He's not. He's a man who is known, well, he's been described as an oasis in the desert of despair. By no one. He's a man of of high morals, I would say. And little means. <laughs> he is the face of erectile dysfunction. <laughs> uh, no, no, I got I got a counter true. for that to me because I'm gonna tell you about my weekend. Uh, <laughs> oh yes, he had quite the weekend. Can we That's skip? Why he wasn't here. Can we skip no, Colonel Time? Uh, let's for that reason. Let me introduce the very honorable, the Reverend, the Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawkwaters the Third, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I'm not good, Timmy. Well, that's great. Can we move on? <laughs> well, let's find out what's wrong with the colonel. I don't want to know. I know we what's wrong. We spent plenty of time on Brandy. I, yeah, you focus time. on the colonel. Did a we? Bit. No, because he's just going to talk about his dick, and I don't want to hear about it, Colonel. Because it makes me a little bit nauseous. Apparently, he's overcome his erectile dysfunction. And quite we frankly, should. I had a lot of physical activity over the weekend. I'm I'm a little stiff. Did you cut and down sore. a tree. Were you taking care of business, Colonel? Did you Every, cut? I know people think that the colonel is, you know, coffee and relax. the colonel sends, well, well, spends well, all his wait, time. Wait a minute. You should not be talking about your coffee. You got a damn percolator in your office. That is <laughs> I don't know what not, a percolator that, that's a, is. That's a fire code. Is it not a fire code? Goddamn right it is. I don't know what a percolator say, is. Timmy, we need to get our, a fire warden vest on and put them on now. You know what you've got? <laughs> but, uh, we can you, write her a ticket. You've got a plant that smells like B.O. Makes everybody oh think God, that that's you. Oh, my God. I that fucking plant. <laughs> Well, why don't you throw that motherfucker because away? One of my employees. Every, but every time I walk into the office, I think it's you. Yeah, uh, I think I think it is disgusting. too. Timmy didn't have his today. Like a homeless guy lives in that office. Bo. I mean, how do they have bo? I don't know, but yours somehow manages in some it. Fucking right guard for it. <laughs> Colonel. Anyway, back to your sexual exploits. Yeah. Yes, you, they're you, quite impressive, Timmy. But let me tell you. Let thing. me tell you about uh, my weekend, Timmy. Okay, tell me, Colonel, because everyone is dying. It was cold. It was damn cold. 
You know what we're about sex. to get? You know what finally the devil going to get over here? 18 what? times. Six to ten inches. <laughs> it's, Brandy, are you looking forward to the snow? I am. I am. Fucking bring it. I'm so, I have 15 interventions taped. Again with the TV show. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Motherfucker, can you play it? Read a times. book, motherfucker. Could you read a book? Get on the History Channel. Learn Listen to something. a podcast. This is why your brain mush all the time. Chuck is announcing you had sex 18 times. <laughs> Let's talk about Queen Victoria, shall we? We shall. And we're going to get into this, and I'm going to say right now. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Because we're going to come up with the, somebody's going to complain uh-huh. because we're going to be talking about midgets. <laughs> there, right? is a, there is a short piece. I was, in, no, I was in Target this weekend. There was a, a girl in there, Timmy. She mm. couldn't have been more than four foot two, four foot three. Okay. All right. We'll wait and see what Renee says. She's a little person, Timmy. Okay. Okay. She was nary a midget nor a dwarf. She was a little person. Okay. First of all, dwarf ain't a little person because dwarfs ain't people. They're demons. Okay. okay. Especially when we get into it. We got a hunchback dwarf in here. Why are you? You're like Timmy. They're just demons. fucking give the whole goddamn yeah, thing away. You are kind of giving the story I'm away. I'm just saying ahead of time, putting a disclaimer he's, in. He's you're don't just send me any slapping PMs. your cock so holes. If, you're, if I you don't are care. a hunchback dwarf, you may want to skip this episode. Is that what you're <laughs> yeah, this might be a trigger. If you are scared of hunchback dwarfs, mm-hmm. we're giving trigger warnings right now. <laughs> okay. If you're scared of be. people attempting to shoot other people in the face. Yes. Trigger warning. Yes. So... So, uh, can I get into the story? I don't know. If but you fucking move along, I went on. to Kroger today. We were walking by a car that had a bullet lodged in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, let's keep moving. Let's keep it going. Was that frowned upon? Evidently. Uh, I hope that's Renee texting you. This is uh, uh, the mini assassination attempts on Queen Victoria. Queen Victoria, Brandy, as you know, if you watch the Queen. No, you watched the other one, right? You watched Elizabeth. But as you know... Queen Victoria, there were there were eight assassination attempts on Queen Victoria in her during her reign. She might have been a bitch. Well, we're going to talk about that. How many times have people tried to assassinate you that you know of? Because you got a few coming. Where do you think that bullet hole came from? <laughs> they were aiming for you. I don't know. It was in the hood of like a Renault, so I'm not real sure. All right. Queen Victoria reigned over the British Empire from 1876 until 1901, Brandy. And if we're going to say at all, we're going to say at all today. Of course you are. This British, is a British podcast. Sure. At all. Because we're fancy. We're fancy. We're fancy like Ben and Rosanna. Uh, well, nobody's fancy like they are. Uh, uh, you know what? Why? This is what I want to know. For fuck's sake. <laughs> we almost got into the story. <laughs> why? Are you why talking? Why doesn't Rosanna have a title? She needs I mean, one. she needs to be the Duchess or... Dame. How about Dame Rosanna? I think that's for old people. Okay. It's not. Or it's for... For guys who dress Princess, like women. Uh, Princess Rosanna. Princess Rosanna. Okay. I think he should. And Duke Ben. Yeah. Prince, ben should be Princess, a, Duke, a baron. Baron Ben. Duke, Prin- ben, Duke Benjamin. Baron Benjamin. No, then he would be Lord Ben. Lord Ben, yes. Sounds very religious. I, you know what? I believe I need another title. No, we were trying to an English for title. For fuck's sake. Yeah. I'm, oh, actually, he's already women. Did you hear what Timmy's new name is? No. Really? No. Okay, Timmy's new name is Baron mm-hmm. uh, Diablo Diablo Horatio Fontaine me. Fontaine Baron like Diablo it. Horatio Fontaine. I, like uh, I might be, I might, I would, but I would also like to be a lord. 
Lord uh, Diablo Horatio. I think those are Fontaine. I think not Felatio. <laughs> no, no, not. I, I like Felatio, but uh, I don't want it as my middle name. Are you sure? Also, with that title, you're going to Felatio's an ascot. Are you kidding me? Felatio's his middle name. I am going to get an ascot and, and a, a monocle, a, a, a monocle, and a cigarette holder with a cigarette attached, and seriously, a cane with a sword. Okay, mm-hmm. a walking cane. I want a walking. Well, cane. a walking cane that turns into a sword. Right. Clearly, are you motherfucker? Because you never know. Into this story. I'm sorry. What? What's my name? First of all, don't ever ask Lord, me like that. Lord. <laughs> What's my name, bitch? Yeah. Lord. What's my name? Lord. <laughs> Lord. Diablo. Diablo. Horatio. Horatio. Fontaine. Fontaine. Yes. Fontaine. He's all right. Okay. Let's go, Felatio. He's of he's of Mexican <laughs> Italian heritage. Queen Victoria reigned over the British Empire from 1876 until 1901. Her reign of 63 years and seven months was longer than any of her predecessors and was only surpassed by... Queen Victoria. Queen no. Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth. toolbox. Yes. Lizzie. Uh, the era of Queen Victoria's reign is known as... The Victorian era. Thank, thank you very much, Colonel. He reads a book. He's crying yeah. a book. You pulled you know that what? out of the air. You know what? No, because I ain't sitting around watching this junk TV. Or the, you, uh, look, you Intervention. Know I'm reading books. I'm reading books. Intervention's devil. amazing. All right. So Intervention. Not, you're not. It was a period of industrial, cultural, political, scientific, and military change within the United Kingdom. It was marked by a great expansion of the British Empire. The, not, the sun never set on the British Empire when Queen Vicky was on the throne. Brandy. Well, good for them. Yes. Despite her popularity, uh, Queen Victoria was tar- the target of eight assassinations. I got a question real quick. All right. I'm, all, I'm, I'm in sentence four, but go ahead. Okay. When she has to go, you know. Number two. Drop a, <laughs> drop a royal dookie. Uh, does Why? she say? I don't, I don't know if this is going to add to her story or not. No, no. I just wondered that when she says. I already know it's not. I'm going to the throne. I if see. people know. Is she going to okay. royal? We, we First of all, Dick, they don't say that. They say the privy. We actually you don't know how they or talk. the water closet or the loo or you the water closet. See, you think you? How many times you been to England, motherfucker? How many times you been? As many times as you. Well, then shut the fuck up. Um, so that's I, what I'm I would saying. like to point out. But I have the stones to get on a plane and go. Do you? I would. I want to point yeah, out. I've just, flown a plane. Can, can I point out <laughs> that we had, we do have a uh, topic? We do have. Um, we are going to talk uh, later on. We have another topic coming up uh, in a future podcast on um, Catherine the Great, and she died on the on the John. Well, that's perfect. You gave away that ending. Yeah. But go ahead. All right. Well, no, because now what's people, the point? Because you know, most people, you know, the rumor is she died by banging a horse. Mm-hmm. She really didn't. She wasn't no, that she, great. She died after she went to the bathroom to clean up. So after this is so much better. <laughs> All right. Let's 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 get on with. Go to sentence story. five. Um, okay, so eight assassination attempts against Queen Victoria. She was born on May 24th, 1819. She turned 18 on May of 1937. Do the math, Colonel. Oh, Let, she was pregnant. No, she wasn't pregnant. She was <laughs> turned 18, Dick. Okay. Less she than was a, 18. Less than a month later, on June 20th, 1837, William IV, King William IV, died at the age of 71, Brandy. Mm-hmm. And Vicky, Vicky became queen of the United Kingdom. Okay, she would soon become one of the most influential people in the whole wide world. Brandy, 
Who was her prime minister at that time? Well, let me get to that. Okay. Churchill, She would become <laughs> fucking Churchill. <laughs> Churchill was a prime minister for like 200 years. <laughs> he was, man. <laughs> he was around forever. He was not. He was around forever, but he wasn't prime minister that long. Anyway, I like Churchill. Till Maggie uh, came along. I kind of like Churchill, but, but not Could you not please stick to the topic? All right. Queen Victoria would soon become very influential. She would become a target for crackpox, Brandy. Crackheads. Crackheads. Hoping to crack make a name for themselves by assassinating the head of state. You know, that shit ain't fun now either. What? Because people are always trying to make a name by either Sa- assassinating, assassinating the colonel. Yeah. Or. Uh, you, you, you feel her pain. I do. I do. And you know what? Well, I'll let you get to it. But Thank you. Thank you. Thank anybody you. Under, under four foot eight. Mm-hmm. All right, I, know. I just have Let's my security say, say, take care of them. Yeah, all right. Between the first attempt on her life in 1840, you'll never see it coming. So she she went she uh, she became queen in 1837. The first attempt on her life happened three years later. She went very popular at first, and uh, <laughs> motherfuckers tried to kill her eight times. I don't think she was ever popular to me. <laughs> in 18, so the first attempt on her life came uh, in 1840, and the last attempt came in 1882. So for over forty-two years, that's not bad. That's not um, bad. Face but, but you know, she had a stiff upper lip. She refused <laughs> to let her assailants um, intimidate her. And had a girl. Um, you know, she was she's a tough lady. The first fellow. So I, I'm assuming she was poor at said fellatio, Timmy, with that stiff upper yeah, lip. I don't know if the other royals have fellatio, do they? I like the new one though. What's the, what's the one, Mary and Harry? Harry, yeah, and Meghan Markle. I like I like her. She's, I like Kate Middleton. I mean, I like Kate too. I would I would have. I like Fergie still. With I'm one. still. What like about Camilla Parker Bowles? Camilla Parker Bowles. <laughs> I would. I still. Do I'm thinking they got this whole selection of <laughs> strap-ons that they. Do. <laughs> it's like the royal strap-on collection. <laughs> Wonder if they sell that at Target. I, no, I think I've seen it on uh, Home Shopping Network. Oh. <laughs> I've seen it at the Lions Den. <laughs> Keeping it the classy. Royal. Yeah. All right. So um, the first assassin—that's <laughs> thing shaped like a fist. fist. Yeah. Edward Oxford Brandy. Well, did he write the dictionary? Was the first? No, he's just no. No, just a guy. No, just a guy. And both of his his initials are both um, vowels. They are. That's weird. They are. That's weird shit. <laughs> true, true story. <laughs> Edward Oxford, EO. <laughs> this was, is why we get bad reviews. Was the, no, I'm sure this is not it. Was the first, uh, was the first assass, uh, uh, attempted assassin or whatever. He was an un- unemployed man, Brandy, uh-huh. who had a dream of a career as an admiral in the Royal Navy. I have that dream. I know you want to be the you want to manage Stonehenge, which is never going to happen. Whatever I know, Dream you, Killer, you, you already not manage they rocks. Are, they already found out. I already do, <laughs> and they already found somebody to Girl, fill the position. In your uh, in your estimation, could is Brandy capable of managing rocks at Stonehenge? Come on now, like, um, like I don't already. Well, I okay. I, I believe Stonehenge would still be standing. Uh huh. I don't believe she would ever really actually get around to checking them. 
I'm telling you, they'd be all fucking. They're on. They'd be up falling over and shit. <laughs> they'd be cracked. You know what? Four of the stone hinges would be going home early every day. And people would be like, be putting like, graffiti on yeah. and shit, <laughs> pissing on Stonehenge. Oh my god! <laughs> you are not qualified to manage. You're not. Stonehenge. You're not. Sorry, you're not. Uh, any kind of monument. Uh, I sit here with you, not, you two motherfuckers you know what? every day. What? You're not good enough to manage. With with stuff like that, and let's start, and no with, let's start you with pebbles and see how you do. <laughs> I'll get you bring in some pebbles, yeah, fruity pebbles. We'll set oh, them in your on the table and in your desk. And I bet you lose them. <laughs> yeah, I, would. I bet the janitor. I would lose them. The janitor. You know what? I mean, no, the janitor. Big signs be a, up for I mean, the janitorial be crew. Career, they would not clean Wouldn't it be up. a career killer if you was a manager of Stonehenge and one day you come in and they're all knocked down? <laughs> yeah, that would suck. That would suck so bad. You'd be like, you know, trying to put them back in place and shit. I know. Yeah. Or like the, know being the being the manager of all those heads on Easter Island. I oh, know. That's a, that's a job. That's I know a lot it's of responsibility. A There's a lot of heads. Yeah, well, you start. That's why you start with Stonehenge. You work your way 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 up to uh, Easter Island. Easter Island. Yeah. Ah. Edward Oxford was an unemployed man who dreamed of his career as an admiral in the Royal Navy. In June 1840, frustrated that the world did not recognize his genius. Well, I'm kind of frustrated. I have that same frustration. Oh, I know I, you do. I feel you, brother. I feel you. He confronted Victoria and her hubby. Albert, on Constitutional Hill, which is, I guess, right outside the Royal Palace. A hill? And this becomes, this place, all of these assassination attempts happens at the same place, which is really weird. Are you Uh, wearing a t-shirt under that shirt? Yeah, why wouldn't she just take a different route then? Yeah, well, we'll get into that. <laughs> Tradition. Uh, Why he was armed, Uber Brandy? Driver not to pick up He was that. armed with two flashy dueling pistols. Dueling pistols. Flashy ones at that. Did he challenge her to a duel? No. Well. Did he slap her in the face now, with Edward, Edward Oxford was a good-looking 18-year-old with dark eyes and auburn hair. My little fucker is 18 years old. Get the fuck out of here. You can't 18, be no 20. admiral at 18. No. no. Trying to kill a queen at eighteen, you got to be at least twenty-five to try to kill somebody. Get out of here with a, that shit. Above a barrel. Now he had worked as a pot boy. I don't know. <laughs> at a local public I, house. I believe I got one of my sons oh, working he as a was pot the boy shit, right He was now. the shit getter. Oh yeah, yeah the pot, piss boy. Yeah, <laughs> piss boy. Come no, here, he, he actually was. It was like a bus boy. He get the empty pots and. Trays. Yeah, he was a shit getter. Yeah. Uh, he worked at a local, but he was fired because he had a manic laughter that disturbed the guest. I bet it did. <laughs> if you had to clean up, <laughs> if you had to clean up shit all day, then I bet you would too. Uh, let's see. All right, so I explained what Pop Boy was. Uh, he had a little. No. No, he was known as a little being a little odd ever since he was a child, with a violent, drunken, and often absent father. The young boy would often fly into fierce rages, Brandy, of his own, destroying everything in sight. Yeah, he's a dick. <laughs> That's why you can't be an admiral. Yeah. Well, he would they not made remain. It, they the would, Royal Navy made a good decision. He would not remain calm under pressure. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> uh, now, he was just an angry, frustrated, unemployed youth. Youth. And he became a member of a secret society of like-minded angry young people known as Young England. Yeah. Go out and get a job. I don't know. I don't know anything they about that They was the millennials society. of England at that time. At that yeah, time. They, were, they were in England and they were young, apparently. <laughs> Good. Good research. Go ahead. He went between jobs and uh, he had a belief that he was destined for more and he was frustrated that no one could see that. He was 18. 
So when he was fired from his uh, pot, his job as a pot boy, how you get fired as a fucking piss? Well, guy. you know, I, I guess a, if you dropped a bucket on somebody's shoe, no, he would have that. He had that manic laughter. <laughs> right, he's yeah, fired as a piss getter. Can, you, you excuse know, me, can you bring me a glass of where water? Where do you go from there? <laughs> First of all, you do not bring a glass of water if you're a piss getter. <laughs> it's not piss. How do you put that on your resume? Boy. He's not a piss getter. I don't think that's not correct. A I mean, like in your achievements I, as a pop boy, like what do you put? Attendance. First of all, they want me to give them money, and I don't like giving money just to take a pee. Second of all, I don't like people like drying my hands. You know what I like to do, Timmy? What? When Give you go in there, show them your wiener. <laughs> I do that too, because I step real far back from the urinal and see if you can to hit just it. Brag to just like give a good arc there. Then do you ask them to dry it off? <laughs> no, you have actually. To, you have to tip. This them extra is what for freaks that. people out. You got to tip it, them extra. You walk in, and you you hold your hands out, and you wash your hands, and then you before you do anything, mm-hmm. and then and they, they put cologne on. They you. look What's at you about? real strange. They want you to smell good. They look at you real strange, and you say, "We say do something like plant, sir." With this dick, I wash my hands before I touch it, <laughs> and then you do it again. Then you stand about six feet back, just to show them that your prostate's real good and you got a steady flow. This is the most ridiculous <laughs> fucking thing. That and it's like thirty seconds of my life. I'm never I'm gonna get back. You know why? Because you're jealous, girl. Why you am gotta I sit down to pee. You can't stand six feet from a urinal. I can. I'm like Michael Jordan with urine. I'm sure if I practiced, I could. But no, I could move down. A pot boy and hit a sat, urinal a, three. That's a three piss getter. Three I'm, down. I'm saying piss getter. So anyway, he got uh, losing his job was just the final straw for him uh, as a pot boy. So he was determined that the world to see him as more than just a pot boy. So he, he decided he was Why going. He so was Tommy Chong. He decided he was going to kill the queen to make a name for him. Well, that that's one way to go. He was the old. He was olden olden days John Hinckley. To me. Using the very yeah he was using the last of his wages, Brandy. He purchased two pistols and the powder shot. So was one just wasn't going to do it. Well, you know, I feel it's like really it's a smart thing money. to if you're you know if you're going to. Uh, assassinate the queen to have more than one sidearm. Don't you think so, Colonel? Well, I think you need a sword, Timmy. That's what I'm thinking. thinking. Get a knife. Jump out with a big 17-inch samurai sword. We'll get get. (gasps) Using his last of his wages, he purchased these guns and some powder shot. He spent a a few days perfecting his aim at shooting galleries around London. That's in England, Brandy. Uh Uh-huh. Victoria was four months pregnant at the time with her first oh, child. Oh, that's some shit. Yeah. Uh, on June 10th, 1840, Edward Oxford was dressed smartly, Brandy. like Sort of like me. I generally dress smartly. Uh, you dress like a 10-year-old, but go ahead. <laughs> In a light, he had a light uh, silk waistcoat and brown frock coat. Gotta look good. Got to look good when the cops pick you up. Well, you know, and you get, uh, you know, the photographers and everyone starts. Yeah. You know, paparazzi starts showing up. Oh, the paparazzi are the worst. Victorian era paparazzi (laughs) were the worst. (laughs) They really were. You had to stand still while they sketched you. Black shit all (laughs) over your face. And you would have to stand for hours sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Fittingly, it was, uh, fittingly, his, uh, the outfit that he wore is, is, um, suit that he wore had been only pre- previously been worn to a funeral that he attended yeah oh. and uh, uh so he set off with his uh duds 
and his pistols set off for a brisk walk toward the palace, Randy. When he reached it, he found crowds of people jostling for a glimpse of the queen, trying to get in. Jostling? Yeah, whatever. He, so he passed through the entrance and continued along Constitutional Hill. Now, he picked a quiet but not totally secluded spot, Brandy, and casually waited in his frock and his long frock. Standing there smoking. Have you ever had a long frock, Colonel? I just told you over the weekend I had almost 18 long. No, no, no. A coat, a frock. A frock? Yes. Oh, I don't know. Uh, no, Ren- I haven't had a Renee thing. says she'll talk to you when you get home. Uh, okay, this is a message from Renee. Mm-hmm. Uh, she probably is going to put pressure on you to perform better than you I, already I do, have. I do more. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be it. I'm like the Bruce Jenner. I don't use Bruce Jenner. Yeah, sure you do. You are like Bruce Jenner in a lot of ways. Anyway, I'm like, hold on. Hold on, devil. You know what I am, devil? You know what I am? An asshat. I am like the LeBron James of making love. First King, of all, that's King James. so disgusting. King Charles. <laughs> King Charles. You're so gross. Go away. <laughs> he doesn't have sex, Brandy. What do you do, Colonel? I make love. <laughs> sweet magic sweet, love. Sweet magic love. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So back to our story. Uh, so he was just waiting there, waiting for the queen to uh, show up. Two hours later, there was a sudden sound of cheering people. It alerted him to the presence of the monarch. The queen, with the prince by her side, emerged from the garden gate in an open carriage pulled by four horses. See, it's a, those open carriages, Colonel. That's a, an assassin's you know, dream. But yet the pope just still wanders around. Well, he has a popemobile. Huh? He has the popemobile. Yeah, but it ain't bulletproof. Then, Only in the front. Now. I thought he had the, uh, yeah, he has the, the, the popmobile. The popmobile is bulletproof. You now. would have thought she would have learned from Kennedy not to well, do that shit. Well, this happened a You would think she learned maybe from Kennedy, Kennedy should have learned from her. Well, yeah, well, some, a lesson should have been learned somewhere. Yes. Uh, anyway, two hours. So anyway, the queen waved to the crowd graciously. Like this. Yes. Except our listeners can't see how I'm <laughs> No, they cannot. I'm doing the queen wave. Ed, Edward made That's his move, Brandy. Yeah. He walked forward, nodding his head, then drew a pistol from his frock. Oh, goody. His coat. So it was a frocking pistol. At just six paces away, Brandy. Yes. From the queen, he fired. Screams rang out among the crowd, but the queen was unaffected. She didn't even seem to realize that she had been shot at. Not the brightest queen in the world. <laughs> huh. Well, you know, Reagan didn't even know he was shot. Yeah, he got true. to the hospital. That's true. The horses started, and the carriage came to an abrupt stop. Albert took his wife's hand and asked if the fright had shaken her. But she merely laughed in reply, Brandy. She Does everyone try to assassinate Queen Brandy? <laughs> we yeah. would not want to put she, that thought in people's minds. No, we do not assassinate Queen Brandy. That would be horrible. Uh, it'd be horrible and you'd be famous and like everyone mm-hmm. in the world would know your name. and Hit in the head with a tomato. And probably orange. Probably get GoFundMe page started. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the horse, all right, anyway. We are no, in no way encouraging no, listeners no, we, to uh, assassinate do Queen any Brandy. kind of physical violence upon this wretched no. woman. <sighs> but you can say mean things about her on Twitter. 
The law against hat, girl. There's all kinds of people doing oh it every God, day. Oh, my God. What the fuck did I do? Besides show up for t- for podcasting. Yeah, what's well, uh, finally. Yeah, finally. Um, Me and Timmy have been carrying this some bitch for, I don't for three know. years, man. We yeah. almost said our three-year anniversary, by the way. I know. You ought to I mean, buy us a gift, motherfucker. That's what you need yeah, to do. Yeah, really. We've really been carrying you, Brandy. I mean, uh, that's all right. Just, uh, you know, don't want to put you on the spot, but, you know, really, there's two two stars in this podcast. <laughs> so. I mean, yeah, I know. <clears throat> we don't want to make I, you feel bad. I wish one of you was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> knowing that he's been, uh, knowing he had been spotted, um, he drew out his second pistol. <laughs> so, yes, this is why you always have two, Brandy. Whatever. But in a brief pause, the queen had spotted him. She ducked as Albert pulled her down and uh, Edward fired. So, Albert saved her life. The ball passed just above her head and struck into a wall behind her. In a moment, in a moment, the carriage um, rode away at high speed. Little and, no fact to me. Uh-huh. Albert slaughtered himself. <laughs> I bet he did. I mean, it would be pretty scary to be in that situation. Edward you Oxford been shot at before. Well, yeah, no, no, I haven't. Yeah, he has. Waiting for the bus. He's I have a Tinder match. Oh, he's got a Tinder match. I have a Tinder match. Is it from oh. North Korea? <laughs> no, I don't know if it's North Korea or not, fuckers. Um, all right, so. But can we see it? She's probably a crackhead. You know she's got da- she's got issues. Well, I think he puts on his profile, only issues need apply. Oh, it has It's to. kind of assumed. <laughs> it's a given. Yeah. Well, what is it? What does she say? What's going on? It's just a match. Yeah, with, for, with who? Maggie, 31. A little Let's old for you. Would you do her, Colonel? Really? Maggie? Yeah. Oh. Would you do her? Oh, wake up, Maggie. I got something to give to you, girl. All right. Thank you, Maggie. Of course we'll, uh, you I will text you when, I, when I'm done with my part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Oxford. Here, let me text him. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got a red solo cup over there if Chuck <laughs> would fuck if he was given the chance. Oxford was quickly arrested. Uh, when he came to court, Edward was found not guilty on the grounds of insanity, Brandy. Well, because he had that laugh. Uh, they transferred him to a mental hospital. He soon became a model patient, Colonel, and was later released on the assurance that he would uh, migrate to another country. <laughs> there you go. Edward agreed, and uh, he was sent off to Australia. Changing his name and finding employment as a house painter, Brandy. Yeah. He kind of reinvented himself and climbed a social ladder and was elected uh, to a member of parliament under his new name. He took a new name when he was So he did get kind of what he wanted. Well, he wasn't. He didn't become an admiral. but I mean, he he got to be a big deal. Yeah, even after this assassination attempt. So it worked. Kind of. So there you go. Well, the queen, whose popularity had been waning before the assassination attempt, received an unexpected boom in popularity. So her uh, approval rating went up or whatever, became more popular because of this attempt. Um, She insisted on not letting this uh, tragic uh, event change her life. So she would still go out in public and be seen in crowds and by her subjects. Um... So everywhere the royal couple would go after this, um, people would applaud. Like, they didn't really like Albert when she got married. And um, so 
they were kind of unpopular at first, but then uh, this kind of got her in good standing with her subjects. Uh, Edward Oxford, as I said, went on to uh, a pretty nice life in, in Australia. He became very successful and indeed attended um, a celebration for Queen uh, Queen Victoria's seventh, 70th birthday. So he changed his name so they didn't know it was him. Right. And it was in Australia, so he didn't come back to Great Britain. Right. But, um, okay, that's the first attempt, Brandy. Tell us what happens next. Well, I will. I will tell you what happens and next. I'll talk to Maggie. Yes, well, whatever. I don't believe that's a real name to me. <clears throat> I don't think it's a real person. I think it's one of those sex dolls. How many how, how many Japanese Maggies do you know? Uh, well, she I don't think she's Japanese, but... Two years, later, on, two years later, on May 30th, 1842, John Francis came close to making Queen Victoria's reign five years rather than 64. Uh, the second and third attempts on Queen Victoria's life were very similar to the first. Standing on Constitutional Hill with a flintlock pistol, Francis waited for Victoria and Prince Albert Nakan to return from a carriage ride through London's parks. He was patient. Speak into the microphone. I can't hear you. I am speaking try into to the make microphone. It, try to bring it to life, Brandy. Try yeah. to make it exciting. Yeah, really? Because this is an assassination attempt. Do you remember that mean? comedian Stephen Wright? I yes. just, that's who Brandy does the script like. Like deadpan. And, yeah. I just said something you all totally yeah. missed. What'd you it say? made me happy. I'm not fucking telling you. Prince Let's Albert McCann? How many times are you going to use that old Todd Warren Al thing? I just said it one time. <laughs> <laughs> On the evening of like May of Monday, before. May 30th, 1842, at about 6 o'clock in the evening, as the Queen and Prince were returning from their evening drive in their open baroche. See, here you go. Again, Colonel, an open carriage. Mm-hmm. People never learn. And Colonel said, how many times are you going to use that old thing? That's what she said. <laughs> John Francis attempted to fire a pistol into the carriage. Okay. He was spotted by a police constable, Tanner, who rushed towards him in an attempt to knock the pistol out of his hand. What's the difference between a police officer and a constable? A constable um, does not carry a nightstick to me. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, a that's, police that's officer. He's a bobby. You don't. You didn't know. You didn't know. You act like you. You say yeah, yeah, yeah. you didn't know that. By the way, Maggie's already calling me. Because it's not boo. true. No. <laughs> uh, as he seized the pistol, it went off, although it did not injure anyone. It was his second attempt on the life of the monarch. If I want to be. The day before, I can be a boo. <laughs> oh, not a boo. <laughs> God. Okay, it was his second attempt on, on her life. The day before, he had pointed his pistol at the Queen's carriage as she and Albert had made the short trip from Buckingham Palace to the Chapel Royale at St. James Palace. See, you can't even go to church without some nut trying to take a shot at you. I know. He had hesitated and fled, but three people, including Albert, had seen him. Mm. The police were now on the alert, and so were Victoria and Albert. They okay, boldly decided to ride this day in an attempt to flush him out. See, oh, that, okay, you said flush. I got to ask a question. When Prince Albert goes to the bathroom, he goes to the can. Does he say, "Where's Prince Albert?" And do they say, "Oh, Prince Albert's in the can"? Yeah, they do. Oh, how many times <laughs> do you use that tired fucking joke, you stupid piece of shit? 
That's uh, piece of shit. Would, Are you, we would, really going to go there now? I would just say that yes. this is what? kind of brave of her because she gets shot at one day and they decide to go out and don't do that. They decide to go out. <laughs> she hit my to, microphone. They decide that she go out. She went out the second day to get him to get him. I to know because I just said that. Yeah, it's a, she it's used herself as bait. I mean, they could have put like uh, somebody like Benny Hill in drag <laughs> or something. Well, sure, but instead she did it herself. Brave queen. She's ballsy. <laughs> She's got balls like Camilla Parker balls. <laughs> What's her name, Brandy? Camilla pa- Camilla Parker balls. <laughs> Say it, Colonel. Camilla Parker balls. <laughs> God, that this poor, is balls. That poor, poor homely woman. Balls. We would like everyone on our Facebook Me page to miss it. Mrs. Bowles. We'd like everyone Bowles. on our Facebook page to uh, record, <laughs> no. uh, record them saying, themselves saying, Camino Parker Bowles, and post it on our page. We'd really we like that because say, hell, we have nothing else to do besides watching interventions. All right. <laughs> you ain't got the really, six hundred pounds. Really, ninety? Yet. When no? She really, have a fucking wait a minute. Look in her house a bit. Girl. Wait a minute. Wait, really, ninety day fiance? <laughs> really? I have to catch up on that. I've, See, <laughs> well, and since you have the attention span of a titsy fly and can only watch it for ten minutes at a time, that's all you need. Good God, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. I disagree. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I can say to me, it's a goddamn good thing it ain't a sprint. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a sprinter shuffle. <laughs> Continue, Brandy. Let's talk about Queen Victoria for Christ's sake. This is this is the Queen. You Show some respect. respect. <laughs> no. Okay. So the plan worked, but not without a hitch. Half an hour before their return, PC William Trounce had spotted Francis, but as the Queen's carriage rushed down the hill, Trounce was torn between his desire to show due respect to his monarch and his duty to protect her. What a dumbass. He opted for loyalty, turned to face the carriage and salute, and was deafened as Francis fired at the queen at close range. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So the cop there doesn't yeah. want to be disrespectful to the king. He sees this guy pulling out a gun. Who They set this whole thing up to yeah. draw this guy out. But instead, but instead I'll just salute. But you know, there was a, a Thai princess or a Thai queen, something. She was on the royal barge and it sank. And Thai people are not allowed to touch their queen. Oh, and so that she just sank. She, she drowned. Drowned. She drowned. She drowned in front of all yeah, those people. She drowned. Yeah. Now you know what though. This goes back to you know Reagan got shot um, because the police they used to you know <clears throat> Secret Service of course, mm-hmm. but then for the can they carry nightsticks? <laughs> this time in New York they actually had guns. Ah. and they don't do it, that. Reagan they, they changed the rule because Reagan got shot like that. Um, one of the things that happened was local policemen are so enthralled by being that close to the president that they can sometimes lose their focus a little bit. And there were policemen right next to John Hinckley, um, (sighs) local police. And he, this is uh, fascinating, Brandon. Come on. So they changed how, what they do. The secret service realized that, you know, you didn't want to get the police that close to the president because just human nature being what it was. Yeah. Um, and you know there wasn't that many Secret Service agents. Uh, I think yeah, there was only there. like twenty in Dallas. You know, yeah. they say all these Secret right. Service agents all over the place. They don't have that many actually right. that travel with the president. 
continue. Brandon. Secret Service is a fascinating thing. Yeah. They wear sunglasses. You, you wouldn't know, I mean, because you don't read anything about his. Do you know? Do you know what the Constitution is, though? Just, I'm just, just trying to fucking question. get through this goddamn okay, story go and she's make it the, through the motherfucking the, day. She's in the climax, Colonel. <laughs> Let's hear some groaning, girl. Call yeah, my name. Oh, my God. What's my name? Baron Horatio. Diablo. Diablo Horatio Fontaine. <clears throat> there you go. All right. Let's see here. So this dumbass decides it's it's better that he is respectful and watches his queen get shot <laughs> than actually stop the shooting. Uh, let's see. He. Th- so this guy, Francis, thrusts the pistol into her Francis. face. I know. Thrusts the pistol into her face. But faithful servant John Brown knocked it to the ground. It rhymed. Yes. Such was the lax state of royal security during Victoria's reign. It wasn't too goddamn lax. He knocked it to the ground. Yeah, but you got people saluting her while she's getting shot at. <laughs> <laughs> Shoving a gun all up in right. your face. Like God in her <laughs> Yeah. All up in her face. Uh, a detail of the Metropolitan Police followed her wherever she went and her prime minister's and home secretaries added to that detail as a response to any threat. But it was she who decided when and how she would travel. The day Francis shot at her, the decision to ride was hers, as was the decision to ride the next day amongst a crowd of thousands clamoring to congratulate her. That is kind of brave to do that. Though her decisions might seem to us dangerous, foolhardy, foolhardy even, Yes. Uh, and run counter to every tenant of royal security today, they ultimately served Victoria well, and she converted s- seven near tragedies into triumphs. Colonel, did you see Donald Trump on uh, his Secret Service? He tried to put locks inside his bedroom so that he could get in. <laughs> they wouldn't allow him to. What's he doing in there? I don't know, but he, I guess he didn't want to be just people walking in on him or whatever. <clears throat> But he tried to put a lock inside his bedroom, and they wouldn't allow him. Did he go up to Home Depot and grab one? I don't know. Yes, that's what he did. He ran to Lowe's. Him and my dad were both in the lock section. (laughs) Got a gift card. Yeah. In the wake of each attempt on her life, the public rose up to demonstrate its loyalty and affection. She was much loved, Brandy. Uh, So I understand. Yes. All that time, and you only done one page? (sighs) I know. For fuck's sake, girl. John. Get the words out. <clears throat> this is a good one, Colonel. This one. Okay. We're going to listen intently and try to bring it to life, could you? Yeah, put some emotion into I it. I almost fell like asleep you're... over here. Yeah. You know, when we get those, uh, when we get those uh, one reviews, star reviews saying that we are monotone, yeah. or it says she's monotone, usually. She's, she's monotone. Usually yeah. pronoun she, the feminine mm. pronoun she. Yeah, we don't like to point fingers, but yeah, there's only one <laughs> woman on the podcast. They don't. I'm, no, I'm just saying it's sexist and unfair. You yeah. clit sickles about ready for me to get <laughs> but going But they don't here. want you to go. Anytime if you read the dying. motherfucker like you was alive, yeah. I got to check you for a pulse every day. Pull 10. us in, Brandy. Pull us in. Yeah. Make me believe, Make me feel something, girl. Make me feel something. Shit. We got listeners here that depend on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brighten their day. You're letting them down, girl. Really You're are. letting them down. I'm going to kick you in the wind. Was that, was that your foot up? It was my, my foot. foot. Your area there? Yeah, it was. Okay. Felt kind of good. I like those shoes. John. <laughs> are, those, are, those, are those cocks? <laughs> no. 
They're like the ugliest, <laughs> most comfortable shoes. <laughs> I like them. Oh, <clears throat> did you buy them at DWs? No. DSWs. I did not. All right. John William Bean, an 18-year-old. Oh. <laughs> Jingle out my spit. Anyway, this is a good one, Colonel. All right. All, All right, right, continue. You're going to have to let me get through this All for right. a second. All right. John William Bean, an 18-year-old hunchback dwarf. Demon! <laughs> Demon! Third. Praise God. To attempt to kill the queen. A little over a month after John Francis made his attempts. She must not have been pulling well in the young <laughs> hunchback dwarf department. <laughs> Demographic. Demographic, yeah. Depressed, he decided to end it all or at least change his miserable existence dramatically by pointing a pistol at the queen while she and Albert rode to church. Pointing it up. Well, all I want to say is that is one thing, that is one moment in history I would have loved to have witnessed. It gets better. Come in like inconspicuously. Everybody looking at him like, wait a minute. The fuck, not only is it dwarf. Oh, Look, Queen Victoria. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> See, that would be me. That would totally There's a be me. Dwarf. <laughs> but wait, it gets better. All right. What his, happens next, Brandy? His attempt was the feeblest of all. <laughs> the gun refused to fire, and he was seized by a boy next to him. Like Noah, <laughs> like like some six year old kid, like just took him down. Well, he's a hunchback drawer. I mean, you know, he's probably pretty easy to take. I don't know. <laughs> just picture nothing. They could be running away. <laughs> that had to be the funniest goddamn thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> running across the park. <laughs> well, he wouldn't have to duck. They start shooting at him. That's true. He might want a serpentine. All right. So, stop, stop at the zoo and pretend you're a baby camel. Uh, now, we, we don't want to offend any of our listeners who might be hunchback dwarfs because we, we're we we're caring people. We're pro. <laughs> we're pro dwarf. Believe, we are. We are. I pro- believe we can, we can lose any hunchback dwarf <laughs> listeners and not really take a big For every head. hunchback dwarf <laughs> listener we lose, we'll pick up four for making. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So wait a minute. So the preschooler that was next to him, he got away from him. Oh, good. And he ran. And he ran. <laughs> Took those little six-inch bin over steps. Serpentine, serpentine. He couldn't see where he was running to. 
Well, he's not in the tall grass. No, he could not. Straight down. Because of a hunchback. The Royal Guard had police round up every hunchback and dwarf in London. How long did that take? Like, how many are they? <laughs> What's a fox well, in the water over there? <laughs> The police were able. You know what? You're going to be surprised by this. Hold on. Did they have like an association? (laughs) The union? They just went to the meeting. Uh, The police were able to bring in 28. (laughs) London's a big city. I would love to have been at that interrogation. But Bean was not one of them. Did he put him in a lineup? around and like hit each other's head and shit. Can you put him on chairs? I can't see him from here. Please turn around and then they just like turn around and hit each other because they're the hunchbacks. Jesus Christ. And you know like where they have the height, the little bars it'd be like two for the if he stood up straight, he would be five foot seven. I've seen some shit in my day. I ain't never seen a hunchback I've been to dwarf. 10 county fairs. Yeah. I ain't never seen it. Yeah, okay. okay, so this is serious so, stuff. He, I mean, sure. So they round up all these hunchback dwarfs from the meeting. Okay. Bean's not there. Worried that clearly a ninja would-be assassin was still on the loose in the city. Well, there's nothing more dangerous than a, 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 angry a hunchback, hunchback. A wounded hunchback dwarf. Who has nothing to lose. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know. The you motherfuckers know. don't need water for like three weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. good desperate, God. The desperate dwarf, desperate hunchback dwarf is on the loose. <laughs> yes. Shit. Yes. Like He's be, on the loose. I'd like yes. to be that Lock police sketch artist. He's on the lamb. <laughs> he is on the lamb. <laughs> you could ride a lamb out of the city. All right. So... <laughs> So this maniac. I, I just love. I mean, I just love to see what they the guys they brought in. I, mean, I, know. I believe that's profiling, Timmy. <laughs> it could be. It could be. You idiots. Oh, yeah, we got another hunchback dwarf over here, John. Well, wait a minute. Hey, so we're getting him in the back. So look like a hunchback dwarf to you. <laughs> no, I think he's just tying his shoe. It's 14 of them. Who's <laughs> third graders with backpacks? Exactly. <laughs> okay, Brandy, what happened now to uh, Mr. Bean? Mr. Bean. All right, so. You got a cool name, too. Well, clearly. So. <laughs> the, the regular, the regular, the Royal Guard, they can't handle it. They rounded up all these dwarves. They could have started their own goddamn circus. Yeah, right and they got nothing. They well, don't that's have, what I would have done. They don't have the right P.T. Barnum was all over that one. So they were worried that this guy's still on the loose. So they hired the services of several private investigators all right. uh, to augment the police search. Two of the detectives hired were Peter Calvin Sr. and his son Peter Calvin Jr. The elder Calvin was known as Big Peter, while his son was known as Little Peter. <laughs> Big Peter and Little Peter. <laughs> Wait for it. It gets better. It gets better. Just hold on because this seems like something Tim would make up and put in here. No. It's so story. I am not giving credence to any of its no, validity, no, no, no. but I'm it's going just, to put it out there in, in the, the world. Big Peter was described as salty and firm. <laughs> 
very descriptive. Yeah, that's, that's, you painted a picture of that to me. <laughs> While his son, little Peter, was considered weak and soft. <laughs> Nothing worse than being a weak, soft Peter. <laughs> little fleshy, pale, soft, weak mm-hmm. Peter. Yeah. You really have no purpose in life <clears throat> if you're a weak and soft Peter. No, you're not. Now, if you're salty and firm... <laughs> Then, then you got the world by the nuts. <laughs> Together, mm-hmm. both Peters yeah. scoured the city in right. search of the 18-year-old hunchback dwarf. So the whole city was covered by the Peters. John Bean. Peters well, they everywhere. were trying. There were Peters everywhere. They were popping out <laughs> everything. Swing a dead cat without hitting a Peter. Exactly. L- little Peter <laughs> searched the circuses and sideshows. Well, well that makes sense because if you're going to find a hunchback dwarf, they're probably at circuses and sideshows. I don't know that they go and watch them. I mean, they might work there. Well, that's but... what I mean. That's where wouldn't that's a logical place to start your search. Okay. While Big Peter mm. explored the city's taverns and brothels, because <laughs> Big Peter's going to take one for the team. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. If you're a little, if you're if you're a hunchback dwarf, you're probably not getting, you know, having a lot of uh, relations, normal relations with women, uh, Brandy. So it would make sense for. Peters to hang or for a little drawer. First of all, you know Big Hunchback. Peters just hanging out there just to get a little something something on the yeah. on the policeman's dime. Well, Who's I'm research? Just, I'm just saying, if if you have if your options are limited, like if you're a hunchback dwarf, you probably do go to brothels to okay. Oh yeah, play you know find pleasure. I, okay, so after securing, even the, if you're not a hunchback, yeah, <laughs> even if you're even five if foot you're six foot five tall. foot nine yeah. balding white guy, with, <laughs> yeah. Glasses that disconnect in the middle and shoes that you flatten the backs down on in a green sweatshirt. Yeah, that guy. Continue, please. After securing the services of a prostitute, mm-hmm. all in the name of investigation. Research. Big, Big Peter was happy to learn that John William Bean, the hunchback dwarf, was well known amongst the city's prostitutes. He would soon learn that John Bean frequented a brothel on London's west side. I you wonder know if the hookers are just like, oh, <clears throat> fuck, here's John Bean coming again. Yeah. Short straw. Because <laughs> you know he's going to make me get on top. <laughs> no, I don't think he can. He might break something. Well, he can't do it doggy style. No. <laughs> well, I guess if he, was, if he was actually standing on the bed. No, maybe you just got to get the shortest girl. Or maybe she gives him a reach around or something. Anyway. Yeah, well, she got Neil Dow give him a reach around. So it's, it's a problem. So <laughs> big. Not for me. I don't. <laughs> so anyway, so. So re, the Peters. So, so you would say you have no problem. You could handily do a reach around on uh, a hunchback, hunchback dwarf. Oh, I'm out on hunchback dwarves. Why There's, is that? Why, why are you. Yeah. Why are you so anti-dwarf? Not anti dwarf. Well, you're anti hunchback dwarf. Yeah, I'm not anti them. I just don't want to sleep with them. Their fingers freak me out. All right, uh, let's see. You never had loving like you got from a hunchback dwarf. <laughs> How would you know? I've, I've seen a few things in my day. I bet you have. All right. So two days later, after he learns this, big the Peters, big mm-hmm. and little, stake out the house of ill repute. Acting on a tip from a prostitute, Big and Little Peter apprehended John Bean as he strolled through a nearby park. <laughs> Just so inconspicuous. <laughs> Whistling a tune. <laughs> Just walking along. Uh, John Bean attempted to run away. But because hunchback dwarfs tend to be slow, 
He was quickly <laughs> tackled by Little Peter. And that arrested. really goes without saying. I, I you know, that's, that's really understood. Well, yeah. But I wanted to include that. Uh, let's see. When <laughs> it was a, it was a case of uh, him him being taken down by Little Peter, because a big Peter would have just ripped him a new ass. You know, He's lucky little Peter got him you think first. They really should have Hunchback um, Dwarf racing. That should be an Olympic event. Well, now, seriously, Colonel, how often do you watch Olympic summer Olympic events? Be honest. Pretty often. But would you – what was the likelihood you would watch a Hunchback Dwarf race in the Olympics? Oh, I'd, I'd be – all over that. Well, everyone <clears throat> would be. It would yeah. set. It would set new ratings, records for ratings. Brandy, they really should have hunchback dwarf racing in the Olympics. You know, now they had they, they had the dwarf tossing, mm-hmm. but hunchback midget, you could put a handle right on that hunchback and slide oh, them and use it like leverage, like curling. Brandy, he's curling. got a good point. Hunchback dwarf no, he curling. Never does. curling. <laughs> All right, continue, Brandy. Do it on a smooth Sorry floor. Sorry, we've interrupted your reading of the uh, script. You're not. Uh, <clears throat> so when they got him, Bean was still carrying the gun he'd used in his assassination attempt. Well, see, that's the thing. You always get rid of the weapon right after you mm-hmm, use but it. He did not. Robert Peel, the prime minister, was mortified of yet another attempt on the queen's life. <laughs> when he rushed to the palace and saw the queen, he reportedly burst into tears. Oh. Big pussy. <laughs> Peel in the public. I didn't even cry an old yeller. He's crying just, nope, she didn't get it. The bitch didn't get hit. What are you crying about? Maybe you liked her. Peel in the public realized after this fourth attempt that the mania for taking pot shots at the monarch was precipitated not by animosity against Victoria or by any revolutionary political desire, but by the diseased craving for notoriety, as the papers had had it or had it. Uh, does that remind you of anyone, Brandy? <laughs> <laughs> Craze. What, what, read that again. What, what was it? Diseased craving for notoriety. Yes. Does that remind you of anyone? That was held by a few antisocial boys who coveted the attention and glory that came with the charge of high treason. Hmm. 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 It's just a little light treason. Peel passed an act that held their crime to be a high misdemeanor. Punishable not by death, but by imprisoning and whipping. Oh, oh! Now, see, I don't. Uh, I'm oh. not for that whipping because that would really mess you up if you're a hunchback. <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. Well, there's not a lot of you get flogged as a hunchback. That's brutal. Well, there's hunchback, not a lot of space to <laughs> hunchback flogging should flog. be illegal. Was I think is isn't that just dead space on your back though? <laughs> I, don't I mean, you know. could beat that some bitch for an hour. Maybe you flatten them out if you use a good <laughs> stick. Use some good hickory on that. The act may have worked, too, <clears throat> as the assault stopped for a while. The colonel so, has a unique way of looking at things, Brandy. <laughs> the jackass. No, I'm just saying, you got a hunchback. You, you could probably just get it, you know, not just to be Straighten a him out. chubby back. Yeah. He may be taller if he wasn't hunchback. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what? You let hunchback on the floor, jump up and down on him. Motherfucker will grow six inches overnight. So Victoria, okay, so they stopped for a while, and uh-huh. Victoria likely never put to use the parasol lined with chain mail that would have been designed for her. <laughs> I'd been, I would, I mean, I've been badass <clears throat> parasol. Oh, for sure, a little heavy. See, you asked me if I had a t-shirt on. I got chain mail on underneath this shirt. The curious fashion accessory now lies deep in the archives of the Museum of London. I want to see that. All right, now. 
colonel will tell us about the other attempts. It doesn't stop there. It's Look, crazy. It never does. But Timmy, now, and this guy's a speedster, Timmy. Okay. Billy Hamilton, Timmy. Billy Hamilton. Okay. He was an oh, a fellow Irishman, Timmy. Oh, Jesus. An unemployed bricklayer from Ireland. He was no. the next to fire to Queen. Please yeah, stop. Man, uh, how many, uh, how many uh, Irishmen there are in Ireland? Only five million. And, and you're not one of them. And there's 27 million descendants in the United, in the United States. States. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you threw that little tidbit out yesterday. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not nearly as fascinating it's interesting. as you think it is. So listen up, Lassie, here. Quit he was on that. Constitution Hill on the day of the celebration of her birthday in 1849. Well, that's, that's a hell of a way to celebrate her birthday. Yeah. Taking a shot at her. Happy birthday, Lassie. Take this one. All right. You foul, you foul bitch. You. She was not an attractive woman when she was she older. Was, no, she, they're never attractive when they're older, oh, Timmy. Yeah, she had a big penis dangling from underneath her chain, man. <laughs> okay, now here, Timmy, on Thursday, 20, May 19th, 1849. Oh, that is close to Brandy and Molly's birthday. Mm-hmm. The royal carriage was fired upon once again. Again? Yeah. On Constitutional Hill. Yeah, this is like fucking... This bitch lived in Flanders Field, Timmy. <laughs> Yet again, it proceeded down. It's like living in Overrine, Cincinnati. <laughs> I know. Going to lunch. It's like being living in the West Side by me and just driving home every day. Now, the fi- shot was five from nearby Green Park, Timmy. Okay. And on this occasion, the queen was alone in a carriage oh. at about 10 minutes before 6 o'clock and once again un- escaped unharmed. Oh, that's good. The man, now, now, devil, devil, try to follow along. Try She's to playing her hemp. Understand hemp my cadence, game. how I'm putting this across. So listen Yeah, you really are, could learn I mean, a few things, Brandy. You we're, know, we're improve your podcasting in. ability yeah. by listening to the colonel and I when we project our voice. Yeah. So the man who fired the pistol. Suck it. He was uh, quickly apprehended by uh, Police Constable Topley and taken to the palace and received by Inspector Walker there, Timmy. <laughs> Yeah, I know. You know, Colonel, how detailed this is. I even put the police officer's name. Damn right you did, Timmy. Yeah. So anyway, Timmy, he was subsequently we'll taken on, to on the Crown King Street kind of Station thing. House and given into the custody of Inspector Dawkin. Hmm. Yes, the prisoner was about twenty-two years of age, Timmy. It was only about five foot six or seven inches. He could have been, damn near been a dwarf himself. He had a fair complexion. Of hair and was dressed in a flannel jacket, corduroy trousers, a black waistcoat, and a cap. Timmy, how do you like that, Colonel? How much detail I put? I mean, you painted a picture, Timmy, that I could, I could see the man in my head right now. Well, I I appreciate that, Colonel. I appreciate you bringing it to life because, as you notice, I I, like my poetry that I I written in the script. When it gets to Brandy, the prose, you the prose is wasted on the. It is. It is. It is. It's yeah. And, and it's hard to write good prose when you're sticking with two syllable words. Well, it's like having a hooker read Shakespeare. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it really is. You know what it's like? It's like having somebody just shove a, a mouthful of marbles in and trying to read yeah. sonnets to you. I, to, I know. Or, or sing Queen But I songs. do appreciate how you bring it to life and leaving a lasting impression on our listeners. And that's why you and I are kind of the stars, stars of the, of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's why we're wearing black. Mm-hmm. So his name, he finally admitted, was William Hamilton. Bill. He was a bricklayer by trade Billy. and an Irishman and an orphan. Yeah. 
right. and an orphan. And an orphan. And oh. was raised in a poor school hmm. of the Protestant Orphan Society of Cork in Ireland, Timmy. Oh, Although brandy. he was the fourth to stand just outside Buckingham Palace with a gun, his act was as much of a surprise to the Queen's protectors as his predecessors were. Hmm. <laughs> you think they get kind of used to it. Man. Yeah. Nobody's it's like, oh, God damn it, another, yeah, another shooting. I ain't doing the paperwork on this one. So Hamilton was tired of his life and saw imprisonment as a likely improvement. Anything about that, Brandy? Yeah, Brandy. Imprisonment might, might be an improvement. Over in this situation hem- right here, yes, I would agree. <laughs> he got his wish, Timmy. All right. He pled guilty under the Peels Act and suffered seven years penal servitude. What do you think of that, Brandy? Penal servitude. Penal servitude he had to serve. And at the prison colony at Gibraltar before disappearing into obscurity in Western Australia, because Australia is where all criminals go. Hmm. A year later, Victoria's next assailant, Robert Rate, struck. He was the only one of the seven to actually harm the queen. Yeah, about that, Brandy. Well known in London for his manic rambling. Who <laughs> that remind you of, Timmy? <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> speeches he gave daily in Hyde Park. He interrupted one of these speeches when he saw the queen's garage inside the gates of her uncle's mansion on Piccadilly. Piccadilly, Brandy. Yes. Like... Much like the phallic symbol of a penis, he thrust the pistol into his face. Her face. He pushed himself into the front of the crowd, knowing that when the queen's garage emerged, he would find himself just inches from her. Mm, Just inches, Brandy. And slashed his cane down upon the royal forehead, blackening Victoria's eyes and leaving a welt. He hit her in the head with a cane, Brandy. He pimp beat the the he queen did, with a cane. Actually, didn't he? he Pimping isn't easy. <laughs> it ain't. So I hear. But let me ask you: Is that really an assassination attempt? If you hit her over the head with a cane, I don't. I, feel I like wouldn't count that as one. Now she intended to go to the opera that night. When her ladies in waiting begged her not begged her to stay home, she replied, "Certainly not. If I do not go, it will be thought that I am seriously hurt, and people will be distressed." And that bitch swung like a little girl. So she did I say that. She did. I bet she did say that. She said that bitch couldn't that bitch couldn't break a pinata with that swing. <laughs> Continue, I'm going on. But you are hurt, ma'am, the lady replied. Then everyone shall see how little I give a rat's dick about being hurt. The queen said. He could have hit me ten more times and that little bitch wouldn't have hurt me. <laughs> she didn't say that. I think she might have. Pate was sentenced to seven years transportation. I'm not sure what that means. I think it I means bet that's, that's a bitch. He had to drive a taxi. For yeah. So anyway, God, Brandy, would you what would you think about ten years of transportation? Yeah, I would not like it. Now her six would be a sailing. It'd be an Uber driver. <laughs> I would not like that a bit. Arthur O'Connor, another Irish. No, it just means he was incarcerated. Now, the sixth guy that tried to do it, Arthur O'Connell, uh, O'Connor, it was another Irish lad. Was he with Achani and Levy? He's a great nephew of the chartist politician, Fergus O'Connor. Okay. Oh. Okay. You don't know who Fergus O'Connor is? That o- guy. Don't, no, don't even nod your head. You don't know who Fergus is. He doesn't is. read. 
He had an overwhelming desire to surpass his great uncle in fame in one stroke, Timmy. One single stroke, Brandy. Wow. In February 1872, he wrote up an edict for the Queen to sign, an order feeling that the freeing the many Irish political prisoners then in British penitentiaries. Mm. So his was, a, his was <clears throat> actually politically motivated. He was the Unabomber of his day, Timmy. His plan was to interrupt the scheduled Thanksgiving at St. Paul's Cathedral with edict in one hand and a rusty flint lock in the other. He was going to do a Luca Brazzi on the Queen, Timmy. The uh, penal transportation, by the way, just means that they were um, uh, taken, uh, relocated. So they had to probably go to Australia. Go to Australia. That's what, that's hell on earth, really. Um, no offense to Australian of, readers. We have a lot of listeners. Australian listeners. No, I'm just saying it's hell on earth. Everything in Australia will kill Australia. you. Wouldn't you like to go to Australia? You could you could buy a bottle of in Coke. a bubble if you <laughs> went to Coke Zero and got or went to Australia and got a bottle of Coke Zero. That Coke Zero could attack you and kill you. They box. That I Coke Zero, box the Coke Zero in Australia has more caffeine than any other Coke. Just like the I didn't snakes. know. I didn't know that. Yeah, he doesn't does. know that either. You know, kangaroos are very sexual creatures. Very what? Sexual. Jesus oh yeah, they Christ. were. Yeah, it's. It, it, I don't know why they say like bunnies. People should say they was fucking like kangaroos because mm-hmm. they do it all the time. Yeah, and then they just hop away, Brandy. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, they don't cuddle. Mm-hmm. They don't cuddle. Goddamn no, they don't cuddle. Have you ever so, seen Brandy? Have you ever seen kangaroos cuddle? Uh, no. I all right. Know. You know what? Say those, no more, Colonel. You know why they do it so much, Timmy? Why? Because with those short arms, those T Rex arms, they can't. Oh. Can't. Uh-huh. can't I got stroked you. themselves. I got you. You know what I mean? You ever yeah. seen a T Rex try to try to pull one? I off? never yeah. have. have you it's ever a seen frustrating that? I never act have. to me. That's why they were so goddamn mean. It's Is that why they're Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about it. <laughs> That's why they were so mad all the time. Well, even if you had, uh, like, you know, if you're a T Rex and you got a T Rex arena willing to pleasure you, like get on her a, knees and pleasure you. A T Rex arena? <laughs> you couldn't even hold her head. No, you, you couldn't reach it. You just gonna have to get, <laughs> bend down and get the sides, and then I mean, you could you couldn't even choke a good T-Rena. Yeah, that's true, Brandy. You have to admit that that's true. That's He's true. got a point. Yeah, does he? <laughs> yeah, T-Rex can't choke nobody. No. Yeah. So half our listeners wouldn't want him. So anyway, <laughs> so he's got he's got this rusty flintlock in one hand, right? And this, this edict in his other hand. Mm-hmm. Now he knew he was going to die, um, but wrote into the edict the command that he be treated as a brave political foe. Okay, shot by a firing squad rather than hang like a common criminal. That's fair. He failed to get into the cathedral as a police spotted him acting suspiciously there the night before and threw his ass out. Mm. Two days later, he clambered over the fence at Buckingham Palace and came upon the Queen at the end of one of her carriage rides. Mm. Once again, you know what? This woman had used, she had a lot of things thrust into her face in her lifetime. Much like the, well, never mind. So he thrust his his weapon mm-hmm. into Victoria's face, but was quickly knocked to the ground by her faithful servant, John Brown, again. Hey, John Brown is all over that. He's shit. a bad motherfucker. That John Brown's one bad He's mother. He's dead now. His Shut body lies moving in the grave. <laughs> you know, he he, not only did act. he protect the queen, but he came over here and raided on fair, uh, Harper's Ferry. Mm-hmm. That's He's a busy guy. And busy, busy guy. 
He was uh, the sheriff down in, in, in the Bob Marley town. Uh, yes, you're right. Sheriff John Brown always hated me. But this, this shut the deputy. I know I understand that. You're, you're, call, you're, you're, uh, you're already, uh, uh, you're, you're, you're going out on the limb and saying that you shot, uh, you shot the deputy. You're already looking at life, probably. Why, well, why not just go ahead and come to? He shot the, the sheriff. Oh yeah, yeah, he shot the ship, but not but the deputy. Did, well, did, maybe did he had no beef with the deputy. deputy. Yeah, but uh, my my point is, you you're already he's saying you no shot beef the high, with the deputy. You already shot the high sheriff. You're going away for a while. Yep, but he's got no beef with the deputy. Yeah. But I did not shoot the see, deputy. See, that's the thing you do, Colonel. If you want to shoot kill shoot a deputy and a sheriff, shoot them both. But then say, hey, I shot the sheriff. I didn't shoot the deputy. Don't look at me. <laughs> Are you texting that I, hooker back I don't and forth? Shoot either of no. them, Timmy. All right, continue, Colonel. <clears throat> so, so he thrusts his, his his pistol into her face. Okay. John Brown knocks him down. John mm. Brown gets a medal. O'Connor only got imprisonment and the threat of a whipping. Just a threat. <laughs> a threat. Hold on. That was later negotiated into exile into Australia. Oh. Motherfucker would rather go to Australia than take a beating. <laughs> You got transportation. <laughs> I'll go to Australia. I'll take transportation. I'd take the beating before I go to Australia. <laughs> I'll tell you, if it was Canada, I'd just say, get that hickory stick out and start wearing <laughs> oh, the motherfucker. Come on. We got our good friend Shirley Strap you, up there. I'm not talking about the Canada. I'm just talking about, did you see Toronto, the temperatures up in Canada? Huh? Did you see the temperatures up there? Oh, it's cold. Yeah, I know. It's like, I, I believe at one point, Toronto was 175 below. I Timmy. don't think that's true. 175 below. I don't below. think that's true They got 33 feet of snow. Uh, really? It was a bad winter. Have you seen the thing in Florida where the iguanas and everything are falling out of the trees because they freeze and they fall out of the trees? One of the my mother cries laughing. She oh, sees that and just I seen cries. a crocodile frozen in ice. Yeah, evidently oh. it's just suspended animation and they'll fall out and be fine. Yeah, which I'd, is weird. I'm not really sure about that. <laughs> Continue, girl. <laughs> I don't know That's what, what the news said. <laughs> okay, fake news. So anyway. <laughs> It's kind of see she watches TV when you're watching, <laughs> I know. She heard that when you're watching the idiot channel, yeah. <laughs> watching the crown on the idiot channel. Oh my god, you know what? Fuck you guys, dummy TV. <laughs> yeah. no, so, anyway, we're not, we're not calling you an idiot, Brandy. No, it's, just no a, it's just a channel, yeah, and people who watch uh, it, people like who, ABC, yeah, yeah, fuck yourselves. So anyway, the last attempt on a life was there's more. Really the, the last one, Timmy. All right, last one, and this is this was the most threatening of all, Timmy. It's Roderick McLean, and he's a mentally disturbed scion of a that wealthy brain? family. Scion, yeah, and he's wandering the south of ending in England with a paranoid hatred of humanity and a fixation on supernatural properties of the color blue and the number four, Timmy. Who did that sound like, Colonel? I know. Paranoid, supernatural properties. Sounds like Timmy. Do you have, do you have anything with the number four, Brandy, that interests you? But Timmy, in March 1882, he shifted his fixation to the queen and he bought, why do these motherfuckers always buy? Somebody buy a good gun. He bought a cheap revolver with four bullets in the chamber and confronted Victoria as she rode to Windsor Castle from the railway station. Like, Here we go again. Although no, a number of police were in the station yard, the protocol for royal security was as woefully inadequate in 1882 as it had been in 1842, despite seven motherfuckers trying to kill this woman. Forty years of assassination attempts, Brandy, mm -hmm. this woman survived. 
Yep. Victoria's protectors kept their eyes on her and not on the crowd. They have to but salute. See, they have to show respect. Here's the thing. If I'm Victoria, at some point I'm going to have a meeting and say, look here, motherfucker, I ain't going to shoot myself. Send a, send a strongly worded letter to a, <laughs> An email. Staff. Ain't nary one of these bullets come from my own hand. Quit looking at me as if I'm the suspect here. Look out point. into the crowd. You got a good point, Colonel. Yeah. We need we need <clears throat> someone with his Oh, you brains. need me on that wall, Timmy. Randy. What? We you... need someone with his intelligence in, on this podcast. Goddamn right you do. Otherwise, what's the <laughs> what donkey? Otherwise, <laughs> it would not rise to the level of uh, uh, it would not be as quality of a podcast as it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, we <clears throat> yeah we'd be uh, we're number four hundred seven six thousand <laughs> on iTunes. Yeah. So we had thirty eight downloads last week. We did. Although a number Seven of police were in the station yard, the protocol for royal security was as woefully inadequate in 1882 as it had been. So, you know, these motherfuckers much as slow learners. <clears throat> at McLean's trial, for high treason and not high misdemeanor, since he certainly shot at her. Did he get transportation? Approach, it became clear that the man was insane mm-hmm. in the membrane. Insane, Brandy, meaning that he does not have his faculties and the Queen's government was more than willing to accept the verdict of acquittal on the grounds of insanity, which would have put him in Broadmoor for the rest of his life. Broadmoor is a mental institution, devil. Yes. Okay. At this point, the Queen was not willing. The Queen was getting a little annoyed at these assassination attempts. She was not at all amused. They seem to be very lenient on their... uh... Her security, she thought, depended upon her attackers being found guilty and given sure punishment, not acquittal. Now, see, here's where you're wrong, Miss Victoria. It did not depend on them being found guilty because all these other motherfuckers was found guilty and they're still shooting at you. But, you know, I don't believe they're getting they're they're getting pretty light sentences. Yeah. So when McLean was found not guilty, Victoria was livid. Mad, Brandy. She was really mad. I bet. Motherfucker has shot at her. Therefore, he was guilty. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she got a code. And actually, Victoria was one of the OG Crips. Yes. So that it was not going to go, you know. Yeah. If the law did not recognize this, the law had to be changed. She ordered Prime Minister William Gladstone to change it. And he did. Seen through an act that changed the insanity verdict from not guilty by reason of insanity to guilty but insane. Guilty but insane. Which Brandy. is what we often say about some of the stuff the devil does around here. She's mm-hmm. guilty but she insane. Mm. The curious verdict remained on the books until eight, 1964. Now, for her part, Victoria survived. All, she was a 50 cent of a day, Timmy. Okay. She survived all eight attempts on her life. No worse for the wear. Finally, Timmy, mm-hmm. finally dying of a wicked case of chlamydia. No, no, no. On January 22nd, no. 1901, at the age of 81 years old. Actually, I should I, I joke about the chlamydia. Mm-hmm. Um, Queen Victoria had a uh, throat. She, she died of natural causes. She, well, but it's chlamydia not really natural can be causes. very dangerous, Brandy. She got a... She got one of those uh, purple things, those thrombo hemorrhoids. Oh, I see. From not getting enough, because, you know, over in England, they get 
they don't get vegetables and stuff. Uh, I did not know that. She's not getting enough fiber. She got constipated. She got a hemorrhoid. She got a big one. It ruptured. She bled to death on the pot. All the right. Corner. Let's just say natural just like causes. For her. So when did she die, Colonel? Eight. She died in 1901, Timmy. How old was she, Colonel? She was 80-01, Timmy. She's 81 years old? Mm-hmm. All right. Brandy, your final thoughts on the assassination attempts of Queen Victoria. Do you have any final thoughts? I do not. I okay. don't. We would like to give a shout-out to Sam Brown, who sent us Downtown a Downtown very... Sam Brown. Thank you very she, much. She sent that. us a very nice note. Says she loves the podcast, so thank you, Sam, for listening. Does she and, hate Chuck? Uh, probably, but uh, no. She she gave us a very – she sent a very nice email, and she praised all of it, but she did say she was Team Brandy. No, so. no she said – no, in that email, I believe. She wanted to know if your middle name was really Beauregard. Um, that is a um, pseudonym. Her youngest, son, her youngest uh, son's name is Bowery. Uh, that is get, becoming more and more common. It's a very wonderful name. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, uh, Colonel, do you have any final thoughts on the assassination attempts of Queen Victoria? She only, they only tried to kill her eight times, Timmy. She ain't as sore as I am today. Okay. You, you, she's not gangster like you. She's not OG, no. Brandy, would you, we would like to thank all of our supporters who graciously uh, donate to us on patreon uh if you would like to donate to this wonderful well done podcast <laughs> on patreon uh we if we make some money if we have enough uh, support we might be able to replace brandy someday but if, <laughs> yeah <laughs> so maybe as, we get siri to just read her continue. part if we could program siri to read or, her you part. know what alexa, have you ever listen to youtube videos alexa they, we can get Alexa. Where they have just like the, the uh, computer voices reading like a Wikipedia mm-hmm. page. That's yeah. what we need. Alexa, read the script. Yeah. Anyway, on, Siri. we would like to thank all of you to support us on Patreon. If you would like to support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash history dweebs where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or just a wee little bit to me. Brandy, give a shout out to all of our wonderful Patreon supporters. Only because I like them and hate the two of you right now. No, we were ju- we just teased Randy. She's you. an integral part of our, our podcast, Colonel. You have to admit that. Well, you know what? Some people like to hear her talk. Much like malaria is yeah. an integral part of the Ivory Coast. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Continue, Brandy, with your shout-outs. We would like to thank the following people for their money. Yes. Support. James Seabright, Tommy Lane, thank you for the pins shaped like screwdrivers, by the way. I will be bringing those to work and using them. Yeah, don't arm Brandy. We just yeah, asked you if you want to. Too late. You're an accomplice now. Yes. Yeah, I don't, she doesn't care. She's in Hawaii. Jason Dykes, Terry Stafford. Terry, take care of yourself, bud. I know you're going through a rough time. I love Terry. I Terry's good. Malachi. He is, he's fucked up. He's a, like a professional wrestler. Yes. Uh, amazing. Uh, let's see. Shelly Garrett, Bridget Clavey, Brandy McBride, Jennifer Savota, Maggie Glover, Mike Sadler, who does beautiful floors. That was yeah, him. Carving and th- yeah, he was yeah, carving. Yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. I thought that was him. He offered to make us a clock for the podcast. That's gorgeous. Yeah, I saw, yeah, I saw Mike, a couple of those. Mike, you have to make it digital because this bitch yeah, don't know how to do it. The hand time, the big hand on the two, the little hand on the four. Give us a digital. Clock. It was very, it's very nice of him. We get all kinds of listeners beautiful. who, who get, want to donate for their particular uh, their services. Know, ser- yeah, we should get some hookers. 
listen to this podcast. Jesus. Well, you know, we got we got a lot of a lot of ladies on no, the page. No, no, no. We, no, have, no. Ladies. we, we have ladies. We got a lot of ladies who offer their services by in the selfie threads. They put their beautiful pictures on we there. Be- well, and guys too. Guys making pictures. On oh, we got some ugly motherfuckers on there. Most of our guys, <laughs> most of our male listeners are not that attractive, Brandy. But our female, yeah, they are. Our female, we nah. got we got some really good looking male. I we I, ain't I, got one single male that I would <laughs> that you would do. I don't think that's <laughs> true. Well, okay, maybe we got one or two. Jason, Dykes, well, would Jimmy Preble, would, would you do him twice? Oh, no. That's the real test. <laughs> well, that's true. All right, it's not if you do a person once. <laughs> yeah. Would you do him twice? Twi- Clark, for the love of God, come on! Clark Trowbridge is like uh, he's a handsome man. You know Clark's one of the nicest guys you he ever is. meet. He is. He's a good guy. And so is his wife, Diane. They're amazing. Yeah, they are. All right. So Mike Sadler, uh, Jamie Dent, Maja, Tyrone, Amber Scoville, Marsha Boris, Stacey Alsop, Jody and Sean Wells, who have the cutest little girl. Yes. Amber Anderson, who has 150 kids. Yeah, but, but she's very, awesome. Yeah, she's a very special person. She is, Yes. Uh, they walk among us. Which did we so- decide her name was Dame Rosie or uh, it's Princess Lord Ben Rosie. Princess Rosie Princess and, Buttercup Rosie and no. Princess Rosanna the Princess? Uh, English Rose Rosanna, okay. Rosanna. The English Rose yeah. Lorna Lorna Violet mm-hmm. who's also awesome she is Mike Dale. she has goats she, she named the goat after me I does she have a fanning goat I don't know but those are the best things in the world. I love what, fainting goats. Oh my god, I love goats. You would be so mean to a fainting goat. I would yeah. scare the shit out of it yeah. all the time, two or three times a day. They get the vapors. They would mm-hmm. absolutely get the vapors. Mike Deo, Kelly Charette, Karen Widner, Callie, Lauren Meredith, Jessica Greeno, uh, the Pleasing Terror Terrors podcast. Our good with buddy Mike, Mike Brown. Brown. Yes, Mike Brown, who hopefully we'll see in um, at CrimeCon. They're going to be in Louisville. Uh, I him saw that. and Diane Student uh, uh, with History. History Goes Bump. Mm-hmm. They're going to be in Louisville, and there's somebody else that's going to be with them. And then they're going to go on it. Hillbilly yeah, uh, Terrors or something like, something I, like I, that. I, I don't know, the but they're going to be in Louisville, yeah. and I don't I don't think I'm going to be able to make it down. But tickets tickets are not expensive. Go to um, uh, Pleasing Terrors Facebook page. Yes, yes. Mike will tell you all about it. Uh, Sarah Bloom. Amazing yes, our Sarah Bloom. Lovely Sarah Bloom. Amber Croup. Come Amber, on now. The beautiful Amber Croup. Please. She, Amber's just one of a kind. She really is. She but is. she's a Steelers fan. See, it's, it's a cognitive you know, dissonance sort her. of thing. You know, <clears throat> I, I, want to, I want Pittsburgh to lose, and I know that uh, Amber is rooting for him. No, so see, I, I don't like, want oh, Pittsburgh to lose because win. if Pittsburgh loses, that means New England wins. Well, well not this weekend. Not this weekend. Yes. Uh <clears throat> The Now American History podcast. Our good buddy Joe. Pop yes, in. Joe. The amazing podcast. Catherine Cotgarage Richardson, which I haven't seen her on the page in a while, but she's still around. Fiona Crisp, Laura O'Reilly, Christine Bourgeois. Let me tell you something about Christine Bourgeois. She, First of all, it's Bourgeois. Whatever. Bourgeois. Shut up. So I uh, was cruising through, and she had started a selfie thread or whatever, and I've never. Maybe I'd seen her picture before and not paid attention, but I'd Beautiful. never oh, seen her. She's Holy gorgeous. Crap. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, uh, Christine. That's what people usually should. say when they see my, my picture. I, you know what? I've stopped putting my picture on selfie threads because I feel like. You feel threatened. 
Well, no, I feel like, well, first of all, too many, too many people on that just objectify the colonel. They don't. Yeah. You know? And they would probably use you for a mass story well, And I feel like they're putting me, put my picture in this bank bank. Okay, and, but uh, Christine really needs to post some more pictures of herself because yeah, she's she is beautiful. Gorgeous. She is. Aaron, Kimberly Cambron, Elise. My favorite person. Yes. Elise and her. Gorgeous son. And her little baby. I love that yeah. little baby. I want to squeeze his cheeks. So gorgeous. Annette Petre, Lise, Jahara, Alicia, and Chip. Our good friends. Hopefully we'll see them. They're from Tennessee, so hopefully we'll mm-hmm. see them at CrimeCon. Uh, Marika Smith, Jeff and Don Chestnut. Happy birthday, Don. Happy birthday, yes, Don. Happy birthday, Don. Make uh, Dr. Jeff do something nice for you. Don's just such a beautiful woman. They so probably celebrate with a romantic evening. I know, uh, they, probably, uh, they probably do grown-up things. Don't dirty it up, Timmy. Je- no, I'm just saying, sake. Jeff is a very romantic guy. I'm sure that. Uh, yeah, but you, you know, Jeff for uh, being a doctor, and he's not very much of an adult. I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean about that? He's, he's. I don't know. He does some grown-up stuff. He has two great podcasts. One is uh, backwards, backwards to history, history yeah. and poems by Jeff. Yes. Uh, Karen Barnes, amazing as usual. Our good Love friend Karen, Karen Barnes. Barnes. Rachel Flynn. Yes. Shirley Strap. Seriously. The amazing. lovely Shirley Strap. Todd Long, Lydia Fisher, Phyllis Munson, Melissa Montoya, Cindy Lou, Kristen Malachinsky, Heather Poole, Adam McWalters, The Vanished Podcast. Marissa. Yes, our good friend Marissa. Mm-hmm. Uh Canadian True Crime with Christy Lee. Yes. Insight. Uh-huh. Toronto. They call it Toronto. Christy Lee, the Toronto kid. Uh-huh. Uh, Insight with Charlie and Allie. And I might see Charlie. I, uh, I'm going to go to Kansas City in May or June. Kansas City. Kansas and, City. Uh, yeah, I'm going to a couple baseball games, and uh, I'm going to try to meet up with Charlie while I'm out there. Anyone else in uh, Kansas City wants to, to meet? I'll be happy to meet you as well. But uh, we're going to try to do a podcast. So stay tuned for that. Are you? They're just yes. going to kick you off like they did the last time. <laughs> I'm going to come with a fake Australian <laughs> accent. Try to be, I'll try to be Alan. Joe Clifford, Mistress Vader, Ron Monastrio, Tracy Smith, Jess, John V, Nene, Bridget Bernhard, Stacy, Christine Hauer, Cheryl Walden, Nicholas, Ryan, Margaret McDonald, Aaron Turner, uh, Rudy the Wonder Dog. His dollar gets his name said, which is ridiculous. Rudy doesn't have a fucking job. Well, it's more than your dollar. It's a dollar more than you give, motherfucker. Motherfucker, you're speaking into the dollars that I give to this goddamn podcast. Uh, Lady Beverly. The lovely Lady Beverly. The lovely Lady Beverly. Yes. And the reason we do everything... Miss Dottie. Do you have to say a name? Dottie Scott. Yes. Miss Dottie. I would like to thank all of you for listening. Uh, I know it's sometimes difficult to get through these podcasts when Listen, Brandy is uh, re- just, ram- yeah. rambling on and on. Well, and, it's it, not you, the, and she interrupts us all the she time. She interrupts. She rambles. And then she gets that dead fish thing when she's reading. Yeah. The you know, dead it's, fish. Huh? The dead fish. The dead fish. I mean, it's like she just. She what are you sa- playing there, Brandy? What are you, she what says are you the playing? words, but. I'm looking up caustic substances that will dissolve bodies. Mm. Okay. 
Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next time on History Dweeze. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good day. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 